Welcome to FCC7. In this episode, we listen to a conversation between Pascal Ahrens and Crisol Correa. Both have been working in financial crime compliance technology for 20 years. In this conversation, they reflect on the recent rise in interest for KYT, Know Your Transaction, a detection technique where technology is used to detect suspicious transactions with no data source other than the content of the transactions themselves. They discuss how AI, and more specifically, natural language processing, or NLP, are making it possible to extract information from transactions in real time. This is so important as the world migrates to instant payments. And how programs can actually find person or entity details in financial transactions that remain, even today, very badly structured. The first voice you'll hear is Pascal, then Crizzle. Uh Recently, we saw an interest uh, in the market for something called KYT, Know Your Transaction, for, for the lack of a better term. That seems to be like a kind of combination of real-time screening with transaction monitoring. So I thought it would be interesting to have a discussion on, on what KYT actually is and, and how it could change the, the technology landscape. Yeah, so when I think of KYT, I, I'm thinking of a client's problem and that is screening a transaction immediately because of the nature of their products that they sell i'm thinking um, really of uh, some of the innovations coming from the fintech sector there's a need to screen a transaction using all the information available um, around that transaction that's the context Uh, but um, it's not a transaction monitoring it's using the, the immediate information to its fullest extent in order to detect possible matches um, and also to build up transactional profiles of a customer that you can use to find suspicious activities. So it's a means of, of garnering transaction intelligence from all the information that is delivered in the actual transaction. From a technology perspective, this is hard and it seems because, as we both know, uh, transactions contain relatively few information and they are still not very well structured. The profiling part, um, creating dynamic profile, is actually easier than effectively extracting the, the entities from the transaction. If there are multiple transactions for you, for example, you might be sometimes referred as, as Crisol, sometimes customer 123, sometimes uh, I ban UK 123456. We need to, to extract this information and, and determine that this is actually the same person, same customer. The same thing and even worse for legal entities. We need to be able to resolve these identities and with great precision. So even with and I know NLP has been evolving a lot, but this is still really hardcore machine learning stuff. And it, it requires lots of, of, of training data. But it's actually very interesting is the idea that we can capture everything from, from the transaction data. And that's not only the, tra- the data that's inside the transaction per se, but also the whole transaction context. So the, the whole metadata. So it's actually not replacing transaction monitoring. It's, it's something different. No, it's, it's a complement to transaction monitoring, but it also provides uh, a more immediate insight into um, a customer's behavior, which, of course, is intelligence that uh, is great for the business. These new players in the, in the fintech market, 
they are a lot of times they are handling payment operations but they, they don't actually own the customer so they are, they are they are conduit for payments and they have uh, to to extract transaction uh, you know intelligence with only limited access to all this counterparty data so they have really to work with the, with what they have these players have virtually no visibility in the transaction they transport however they're still responsible for their KYC and AML policies the effort to um access the information that's traditionally needed uh, for a compliance process. That creates a tremendous amount of friction. You have to go back to the customer. You have to go to a different sort, um, data repository, a different system. Um, it's time-consuming and additional effort. Um, mm-hmm. So I liked your phrase, using um, working with what you have, um, which, is, which is good because it means that um, the information within the transaction all of that is used, not just the traditional um, fields and name and address, the currency and the value. Prepaid cards, online lending, microfinancing. We have so many new use cases and, and all these use cases have specific demands for data. And, uh, and all these data points are not always available. So I think that in large part, fintechs have to invent their own scenarios and they have to rely only on transactions for, for intelligence. Yeah, so I see there are some really exciting upsides to moving towards a transaction intelligence-led approach here. Um, better inputs for transaction monitoring and for KYC, certainly that's going to have um, a big impact. Um, and also um, a reduction in false positives. Now, Many people intuitively will think that, oh, if I'm screening more data, I'm going to get more false positives. But that's not actually the case here because um, the additional information, um, which today is very often discarded in ETL or because it's not supported by a filter or whatever it might be, um, all that additional information um, coupled with AI and NLP, that can actually be used to um, reduce false positives and improve uh, operational efficiencies. The more data you have, the more effective and the more efficient you, you will be instead of the contrary. So it's, it's a bit counterintuitive indeed. Since we, we capture more data, it opens also the possibility of other use cases beyond specifically uh, FCC. Or yeah, so this compliance. is a point that really interests me. Imagine what uh, a client-facing advisor could do with a real-time transaction profile of a customer. The intimacy of understanding um, those transactions in an immediate context um, is really, really important. We've seen the industry moving towards um, dynamic KYC profiling, um, real-time screening. Uh, KYT brings dynamic transaction profiling, so real-time um, transaction intelligence. Um, so, okay, let's let's bottom line this. What are the takeaways for KYT? So first of all, I think KYT is two things. Using NLP to extract entities from directly from transactions, to so identify entities from not so well uh, structured transactions and an element of dynamic profiling that's also powered by AI. It's not transaction screening and it's not transaction monitoring, it's somewhere in between, and it's definitely real-time. Today we see rapid innovation in fintech, um, a a very broad variety of um, use cases, new use cases, um, and people experimenting with um, transactions in a way that wasn't possible um, a few years ago. However, AML software is still typically designed for um, traditional banking. And um, I think there's a real need to 
um, provide the right sorts of solutions um, for this innovation. AI is a game changer because the fact of identifying uh, entities re really accurately and creating this profile in real time, that was not really possible before. Okay, When, when you see what GPT-3 and the new pre-trained uh, NLP models do, that's really amazing. So it's a lot of use cases that used to be very difficult to tackle before. Think trade-based model laundering, complex embargoes, complex ownership, where you need to read and understand legal documents, sentiment analysis, core decisions, and so on. All these things uh, are going to become possible with AI. So the emergence of AI as a service is really important. Um, the accelerating adoption of this technology um, the lower cost, all of this has, has um, made um, AI more viable and more accessible. And we're seeing a lot more um, implementation of AI into um, compliance software. We have to recognize that today payment information is still often unstructured. Um, new payments formats such as the ISO 222, they're going to be an opportunity to increase and the usage of um, new data um, into um, compliance. And from that, we'll be able to gain uh, new insights uh, because that format is going to be supported by more and more systems. And uh, then we'll be able to correlate it um, to a much greater extent. Okay, thank you. Thank you.